Glory to God. Let's just have a nice, relaxing time in the throne of grace. Because he loves us so much that he shines through our face. Every overcomer wears the crown of life, where there is no strife, even with your wife. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> That's a supernatural sign and wonder. The works of the Holy Ghost, the works of the New Covenant are so strong in this place. It's incredible because we've been trying so hard. We've been trying so hard, so worn out, you know, just woo, my fasting and prayer. Lord Jesus, just take me home. You know how many Christians tell me, just take me home. I hear it all the time. I'm shocked by how worn out most Christians are. I'm like, do you know there's a river of life over here available for your spirit so that you can just do the dead man's float like Huckleberry Finn with a pipe in your mouth, just laying back in a canoe, Mississippi River, take me wherever. I could care less about my life. What are we even doing in Egypt, religion, building bricks and mortar and thinking Pharaoh is Jesus? What are we even doing? We're bewitched. So many millions of us Christians. Absolutely. Galatians 3.1 Began in the Spirit and then really, really got into our brains. Like our brains have enough energy to do anything in the world. The brain is the place of the skull where he was crucified. Golgotha in Aramaic. Calvary in Latin. Brain hill in English. The place of the brain. So we no longer trample his blood sacrifice underfoot by working in our brains with electromagnetic energy of starlight called sorcery. We're no longer the sons and daughters of Lucifer. We're the sons and daughters of the Holy Spirit. And it's so real. You know, I wear sunglasses because that's what Morpheus did in the Matrix. And it's exactly the same for all these people, these Christians coming out of religion. They're coming out of a matrix of a goat head false father of Lucifer where you're never good enough, you can't work hard enough, and you're always judged and feeling condemned because you could have had a more Christian day by what you could have done better. Always trampling his blood underfoot, Pharaoh in Egypt, Satan and his angels. Always trampling his blood underfoot. I tell you the truth, it's time to enter the feast, Christians, of what He did on the cross. Not what you did in your strange fire. Not what you did in your brain, but what He was crucified on at the place of the skull. The finished works of Christ. When He said, it is finished on the cross, was He lying? And then it's like, here, now you have to die on a cross also with all this suffering. You wear a crown of thorns. You beat yourself up every day in some kind of weird religious masochism. You know, it's nothing at all to do with Christ and Him crucified. All of that religious activity is a mockery of His sacrifice. It's all demonic activity under the sun. That's what the demons do, primarily. The millions and millions of demons in the world primarily are religious demons. And they always make you the sacrifice so that you never are aware of Christ Jesus' sacrifice. 
Because once you're aware of his sacrifice through your forehead, you'll have the Holy Ghost like a river of life through you. And you'll retire from your labors, it is written, and enter eternal Sabbath day's rest in this life and in the one to come. Do you know that Christianity and the Holy Spirit has always been about heaven on earth? Matthew 6, when you pray, my disciples, pray on earth as it is in Egypt, because you've got to beat yourself up to please Pharaoh. No, on earth as it is in heaven, for everyone's in perfect rest. All the angels, the innocent angels, are in constant joy and jubilee, and there's never a bad day, and there's never a care in the world, and there's never a problem. Well, that's too good to be true. Yeah, that's the gospel. That's why it's called good news. Every time the gospel is preached, the response should be from the listeners, that's too good to be true. My God, what? That's supernatural. That's not a natural message. That's the gospel of God, not the gospel of man. That's not a human message. It's the message of the Creator who died for His creation. It's real, and it's not human. So we're going to cover our faces like cherubim. Because we live in the throne of grace. We live with the seraphim fire angels. We live with the cherubim glory angels. We live with the 24 elders. And this season we're getting a harvest of holy place Christians who inherit the kingdom that repent of all their strange fire. All of their human energy is crucified with Christ and no longer lives. The life they now live, they live by faith in the Spirit of God that leads them into all it is written. Oh, the Spirit of God leads us. If any other spirit in Babylon leads us, we'll go astray into bondage of rebellion, which is horrible, the golden calf, or bondage into religion, which is even worse, the goat head. Luke 15 describes Two prodigal sons. Two, not one, two. One was religious, served the goat. One was rebellious, served the calf. In religion, it's so easy to point out the calf, the heroin addicts, the prostitutes, those that masturbate to pornography, those that get drunk on alcohol, those that do drugs, those that gamble, those that do all that outward sinning, there are so obvious sinners and they all deserve hell 100%, no doubt about it. It's the knowledge of evil, the tree of the knowledge of good and the tree of the knowledge of evil. The knowledge of good is always accusing the knowledge of evil, but the knowledge of good is the goat head. Equally sinful religion is to all rebellion in the world, I tell you the truth. We have been such hypocrites always condemning and accusing, thinking that we're better than one another because of something we've done? Absolute hypocrites. We need much forgiveness in Christianity. I tell you the truth, I just publicly repent for American Christianity being a total hypocrisy. Because nobody on earth is any better than anyone else. We're all prodigals of the goat or the calf, and the Father treats us equally. To the religious one, he said, I would have slaughtered the goat and you could have had fun with your friends anytime you wanted to. It was your idea to go out there and do works, not mine. You misinterpreted the scriptures and made yourself slaves to Satan, serving a dead letter instead of a life-giving spirit. 
And to the rebellious ones, well, he meets you halfway because we all know we come out of tremendous sin. And we're shocked that we're forgiven and he doesn't turn, the, turn us into slaves like the older prodigal. My brother has it better than this back at the house. You know, he's a slave and his life is hell, but at least he's not in the pig troughs because of all the miserable examples of religious leaders in our life. When we come out of the pig troughs as younger prodigals, which I am, we think when we return to the Father, we'll just be the miserable slaves like our older brother, the religious one. But we're astonished that the Father has totally different plans that we didn't even know existed. He slaughters the golden calf, all of our rebellion forgiven, and He brings us into the kingdom and throws a huge party for us and says, Eat and drink. My son was dead, but now he's alive. And now we're dealing with the religious one worldwide. So the younger one's in, and now we got the rest of the story. And what does the, young, the older one do? Weeps and gnashes his teeth at the idea of forgiveness. And he's not beaten up by his dad because the older one was always beaten up by Satan thinking that Pharaoh was God the Father. We see that every single day in ministry 11 years. These Pharaohs serving older prodigal sons and daughters of Lucifer that think Pharaoh is Jesus Christ, but is absolutely not. They don't know the Father at all. They didn't know His forgiveness. They've been slaves of religion their entire Christian lives. And they had to see an example of forgiveness in a total reprobate in their younger brother to even get a clue of what the Father is actually like. In the Bible, Luke 15, it is written. We don't know what happens to the older prodigal one. Maybe he was cast into the lake of fire because he just could not get over the idea of forgiveness and not being punished for all of that whoring. Because the Bible says he spent all of his money on prostitutes. And you know, the older one had no pleasure. There's no pleasure in religion. So he's always jealous of the people having fun out there in the nightclubs the mafia in Las Vegas with a different woman every night. I know many of them. The gambling, anything, all the pleasures of the flesh, constant self-indulgent. But the older one had no fun because he never entered the kingdom. So he had no fun in this life, in worldliness, in Babylon, and he had no fun in the kingdom because he hasn't entered it. He's just a miserable wretch of religion. And that's like 90% of Christians in the world in 2017. I know because I deal with millions of them. I mean, they weep and gnash their teeth at me continuously, and it's like, you know, your ministry's a joke. No, it's just the new wine, and you think the Holy Spirit is a joke because you still serve Lucifer and religious activity, and you're always feeling beat up like you can never work hard enough to serve Pharaoh because you haven't entered the kingdom at all. And the Father loves everyone perfectly and He wants you to hear this message so that you can believe the good report of the forgiveness of all your self-efforts, all your strange fire, all your self-righteousness, and all your ego in serving the narcissistic false gospel of Lucifer that is spread in every church in the world where it's about me instead of Christ in me. Any gospel that makes you self-focused and self-aware is of the devil. The gospel is Christ and Him crucified. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Have no identification 
with your flesh. Adam and Eve were not even aware of their bodies until they fell. They didn't even know they had a body. And then they became self-aware, self-focused. And religion is always about me, 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 I, I, I. Never about he, 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 him, him, him. Me, 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 I, I, I. And so you're always feeling condemned because it's pure pride. It's pure goat. And then you confront that goat in their mind and it's like they butt heads and they always conflict with you on every word because they're filled with the tree of the knowledge of good, Lucifer's tree in the garden. They filled themselves with Lucifer's tree in the garden instead of the tree of life. We deal with it every single day in ministry. People who think they're right in their own brains that don't know the spirit of the Heavenly Father to save their souls. Now they have fire insurance, but they don't even know about the holy place. And now is the time that the holy place Christians inherit the kingdom. Daniel 7 says, the holy place Christians inherit the kingdom. And that's the end of the matter. (laughs) Do you know what holy place is? The Holy Spirit. The heart. God sees the heart, it is written. He never judges by sunglasses or music or anything of the flesh. He sees the heart, it is written. That's why he always comes with Nazarite beards down to their feet and dreadlocks down to the ground. God could never be like that. Ezekiel cooking his food on cow turds in the book of Ezekiel. Jeremiah wearing an oxen yoke in the Bible. Isaiah naked running around Israel for six months. God would never do that. But it's throughout the entire Bible, God doing the things you think in your carnal minds he would never do. Because God is about freedom and life, not religion. God is for your spirit. God is a spirit. And those that worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. The only thing the Holy Ghost wants from you today is to set you free in your spirits from your carnal minds. They're always boxing in your spirits like the snare of the fowler so that you don't have any freedom and you barely even have abundant life at all. Let the gospel set you free tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. You have a perfect Father in heaven that's not religious at all. And His love drives out fears. And His love is stronger than the death of the goat head of self-efforts in strange fire. God is so much greater than Satan, there is no comparison whatsoever. What is creation and creatures to the Creator? Nothing but dust to Him. Every angel's soul is like nothing compared to the soul of God the Father. Like literally nothing at all. Like a vapor to Him. It's time for us to know who our Heavenly Father is and serve Him in perfect holiness by simply obedience and faith in the Spirit of God. For the Spirit of God is our Father, and we have no other Father except the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Glory to God.